building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Hello, hello. Today, I am rounding up some of the best sales advice that was dropped by guests on my podcast in the last year. I have had some really freaking amazing guests, and I think it's really valuable to revisit their advice and discuss it further. And I'm sure we have a lot of new listeners that haven't listened to these podcasts, so I would encourage you to go back and listen to them if you miss them. So without further ado, the first person that I'm featuring is Morgan Ingram. Morgan and I are buddies and Morgan's the shit. There's really no two ways about it. If you are learning how to sell, you're learning how to improve your sales skills, or you're growing a company, I know there are a lot of companies with founder-led sales like mine, you have to follow him. You have to listen to his podcasts. You have to check him out on social. His content is relevant and funny, and it's just, it's amazing. I always get a good laugh when I see especially his videos. I am actually appearing on Muffins with Morgan in a few months, and I cannot freaking wait. If you want to go back and listen to Morgan's episode, it was episode 97 of The Art of Entrepreneurship. So today I'm featuring Morgan's advice on cold calling. He has an interesting take on cold calling because I think a lot of people think that cold calling is dead and Morgan says cold calling is actually still the best way to get a hold of people still, which is crazy. I feel like people try to dead it every year and Morgan's like, no, wait, if you're good at it, you will still be able to get in touch with people. So here's his best advice on cold calling. So we talked just a little bit about calling and I know a lot of people like in our generation do not even pick Mm. up the phone when people call them. (laughs) And yet I still get tons of cold calls. And so I know that everyone doesn't think that cold calling is over. What's your opinion and what do you do to make a cold call successful? So over anything, if I were to looking to get in touch with anyone, I would cold call them Mm. over everything. Now, Now here's why, because I'm able to bring something to the table that I can't in other channels except for video, which is I can control, I can control the conversation. I can control my voice and tone. Yeah. And I mean, you can hang up on me, but at the same time, now I can navigate to see where we need to go. So with all the other stuff, like you can see an email, delete it. You can see a video and be like, that's cool and move on. I really like that because now I understand what's happening. And so when I tell people about cold calling, ultimately it comes down to confidence. How you get confidence is by understanding your product, your messaging, what you're about. That's what's going to ultimately help you convert that and then having a process. So a typical process is what is your introduction, which is a pattern interrupt? What is your value prop? If objections occur, do you know the answers to those objections proactively? And then mm-hmm. how do you close the call? Those are all, those are the four elements to a cold call. If you can figure out what those are, then you're set. The bonus is, do you have good questions to ask? But if you do those things, you'll actually find more success in your cold calling. But here's the thing. A lot of people aren't cold calling, especially within my generation, because 
we don't we don't even use the phone to call what the purpose <laughs> right. of the phone is, right? So, <laughs> right. so the thing is, you actually can get ahead of people by making calls and sounding confident and articulate your points because most people who do call, they don't know how to do that. So there's a very small, small percentage of people who call and are actually like decent at it. So it's a yeah. huge advantage point if you get people to pick up the phone. I know that people are like, oh, well, the data, but if they can pick up the phone, you're good. All right. The second person I am featuring is Yoa Vilner, who appeared in episode 130. He has scaled multiple companies successfully, and he has a really interesting perspective on entrepreneurship, on being a CEO. He talked about being a bad CEO versus a good CEO and how you have to be bad to get good, which I totally agree with, and about getting your first few customers, which is what we're talking about today. According to Yoav, and in my own experience, the first few customers are the very hardest to get no matter what company you're starting because you don't have any brand awareness. You might not know how to sell, which might be why you're listening to this and et cetera. So here is his advice. What is your best advice for people that are working on getting their first few customers? Yeah, that's always a pickle um, because you interview potential uh, first clients or design partners at first, and everyone will tell you, we would totally use your product when it's ready. But then when it's time to pay, they're not totally using your product. Mm-hmm. You have to be uh, very good at like not just getting those opportunities, but also be able to kind of manage it in a way where you actually work with the first customers that will actually be your loyal colleagues later on. Um, we started with a wait list of 700 people. Right. And I think that wait list happened and exploded that way because we were very clear about what we're doing. It's a major problem. Like showcasing your product is a tough, it's a pain for for sales teams. And they understood really fast how it's going to solve the pain. And we launched on Product Hunt, Hunt had a lot of PR and a lot of things happened around it. And it brought us a lot of leads. Usually what you would do, like first step is kind of look in your own network and your co-founders network and and your first employees. You would look for those four or five companies that can you can find a real a real friend like a real champion that would give you their honest feedback. They would be able to be your design partner. Obviously, no money's been transferred in design partnership. You just you're doing them a favor. They're doing you a favor. So, um, and VCs are fine with it. Like if you have five or six design partners, let's say you're a B two B software. So um, if you can show like impressive logos, it doesn't have to be paid. Like you just need to built out your MVP according to their needs um, and they're getting a service and something they need, even if it's buggy, even if it doesn't look good, but they're getting it at no cost. And so both sides have like a, like a, like a benefit here. Um, After you've onboarded those four or five first customers, you can use those logos to impress the next 10 customers and the next 20 and start more focus on outbound inbound and everything. The last and third piece of advice today is from Leah Turner. Last but not least, she is certainly never least. And Leah appeared in episode 100. She was an amazing guest. I think a lot of you follow me and found my podcast because you want to know about growing your business on LinkedIn. And Leah is the perfect example of someone who has been there and done it. She has this incredible story of owning a struggling company and completely changing her path and starting a new business and all the hurdles she overcame. And she largely grew the company on LinkedIn. Here is Leah's advice on how to grow your company, not solely with LinkedIn, but largely with LinkedIn. 
Talk to me a little bit about how you have built your business on LinkedIn specifically. Like, what's your strategy there? I know you're not out spamming people in the DMs. And I was looking at some of your Instagram content. It said no spamming in the DMs and no paid ads. And you've grown over 150,000 followers, which is insane. Yeah, I've just started dipping my toe into paid ads at the moment for other platforms for my my digital resources. So I'm sort of experimenting with that at the moment. Um, But when it came to LinkedIn, I I think the original thing that helped was that I wasn't trying to sell. I wasn't really trying hard to get new clients. I was fine. My business was fine where I was. And there was no sort of need or desperation coming from me about trying to convince people to work with me. That's that wasn't really the goal. It was just to kind of get into a groove there and start realizing what I wanted to talk about um and I think I was quite vulnerable uh and honest in the fact that I I didn't know what I was doing and I wasn't pretending that I did and when I started growing when I started LinkedIn training I was really honest and I said look I've only been doing this for six months I've only been on LinkedIn for six months but in that time I've had 100 people inbound clients for my other business and that was crazy. And my followers have gone from 400 people to 25,000 in the space of like a few months. It, it was really, really quick. And I said to people, I, I don't know that much yet, but I probably know more than you because I'm getting results. <laughs> and if you want to pay me 99 pounds for an hour of my wisdom, I'll do it. Like I will give you my knowledge. Um, and I carried on learning and I analyzed what I was doing and I am successful on there and I have got a huge amount of followers, but it's still hugely important for me to be engaging with people every single day and getting to know people and supporting people. And I think that's probably been the thing that's really set me apart is that there's never been a, I'm too big for this now. I don't need you little people anymore. I want to be involved with the people there because I adore it and I like learning from them and and getting to know people. Okay, that is it for today. If you're looking to grow in your sales career or grow your business, I really hope that advice was valuable. And if you missed any of those episodes, be sure to go back and listen to them. Again, Morgan was episode 97, Yoav was episode 130, and Leah was episode 100. Like I mentioned earlier, this is my first time trying this new episode format. I've seen other people do it, and I've always been curious about how well people like them. So did you like it? Do you want to hear it more? Um, Or should I do more of the traditional interviews? I would love to hear from you, the listener. DM me on LinkedIn. That is probably the best way to get a hold of me and let me know. And be sure to share this episode with one person who is looking to learn how to sell, sharpen their sales skills, or grow their business. And I will talk to you next time. Thank you. Thank you.